0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I I am Murray, and this week, I am a lowly officer of Bitcoin. I am being introduced to cash offers internetally. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't even think Bitcoin was still a thing. I, I thought that was like last year, 2 years. I thought I 10 years I, ago, I I just I just didn't think it was a thing. And then I got like a little Instagram message from somebody who thought I looked like someone they went to school with. I was like, "Nope, never been to Arizona. I can guarantee that that was not me."
1: And <laughs> then
0: <laughs> dentist Dan was like, "Oh, well, in that case, have you heard of blah, 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 Bitcoin? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh brother, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> and then this morning, I got another message from somebody who I thought sounded like a Legion fan, like it was like a Facebook friend request, and I thought, oh, yeah. that name sounds Legion friendish, related sort of. So sure, I'll say sure, we could be friends. And then sure enough. Hello, welcome, COVID, blah, blah, blah. And have you heard about the wonders of Bitcoin? And he went on and on and on. And I mean, it's not like I'm listening on the phone or anything. So whatever type as much as you want, buddy. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) All these little notifications are coming up and I'm not and, getting any further than Bitcoin. <laughs> exact. I'd like thank you. Like he gave me a very thorough explanation of what a Bitcoin is and how I can invest and then it was just okay, delete. <laughs> so I don't know what's in the ether right now for me, but but uh, I must have Bitcoin written on my forehead because. Clearly I don't have enough bitcoin in my life.
2: Well there you have it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this can't be right. I looked up bitcoin on Google and I get the thing it says 1 bitcoin equals 48,252 United States dollars. Wow. There's been
2: a there there has been a boom apparently and because um, there's that story about the, the, the guy who uh, has like a, a billion dollars in Bitcoin but he can't access the password and he's like oh that's you know, right his next attempt will basically blow it up <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right I remember hearing about that I forgot yeah uh,
2: yeah you wanna you wanna have your passwords down.
3: I, I think <laughs> I think <laughs> totally. at that point you pay somebody to do it even if you give them half half of something is better than all of nothing half yeah. of
0: a billion totally I would take half of a billion yeah if I were going to get into the bitcoin world
2: well <laughs> I don't know let me tell you about it in a minute <laughs> oh, good grief
0: Yes, so that's me.
2: All right. Well, we, um, uh, our family has uh, basically gone on a little run of watching the uh, the Night at the Museum movies, and. Oh. Um, and so there's been a lot of that, which has, has made me just think of, uh, of museums in general. And uh, I am uh, the curator of museum, missing utterly simple, educationally uplifting moments, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I remember us going, uh, Jan and I, uh, a number of years ago, going to the um, uh, the Museum of Natural History in, in New York. and mm-hmm. um, And I mean, we spent an entire day there and, uh, and still didn't catch everything. No, and, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it, it's, incredible. And, um, and, and I was thinking, you know, um, it, it led me to go to the, to the raw on that March break and, uh, and, and take Ella there. And we went with, uh, with my mom and dad. And, uh, um, and so this is going back about, about five years ago. And, uh, and I remember thinking like, you know, I mean, that is not a patch on the, uh, on the Museum of Natural History, but it's, it's pretty damn good still. And, uh, and I, and I was thinking like, you know, one day I'll be able to take the kids to the museum again. (laughs) One day. um, Yeah, one day. One day and they'll be looking at it thinking, what does this do when it comes to life at night? uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so yes, they we 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 want we just actually finished watching the uh, the last one about half an hour ago. So uh, um, uh, they they've been enjoyed, and I and I think it's got them uh, in you know having the museum uh, bug again. And uh, so I look forward to being able to actually you know go inside a building and uh, oh all
0: someday stuff. inside a building that you haven't <laughs> been forced to stay
2: in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. It's By choice. Time
0: and
3: long ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's me for today.
3: All right. Well, I'm Al Sedano, and this week I have become. I was the secondary restraining officer of oh. bath time, Ooh. bathing animals thoroughly. Head to I <laughs> <Ay>! mutiny erupts. <laughs> <laughs> We gave the doggies baths yesterday. So Parker is, Parker's about 12 pounds. That was easy. Didn't matter what he wanted to do. It's, hey, Parker, what? Grab, Grab him, him, pick him up, drop him in there. He's no choice. But Sammy is like 25. Sammy kept looking through the doorway as we're bathing Parker. We turn around to look at him and he bolted.
1: <laughs> it was like one of those
3: old 80s or something earlier sitcoms where like for some reason they have to like catch a grease pig. There's a lot of trying to grab him and jump, leaping away at the last second. And then I finally have to carry this wriggling dog in and put him in there. And he was not a happy boy. He does not like it. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And then afterwards we had to separate them because they were were egging each other on. They were were too crazy afterwards. They had. Too much like yeah. pent up energy because of the bath. I don't know, but they were going nuts. We had a bit,
1: we had a drive them off <laughs>
3: like calm down, get o- get over here, stop trying to eat your brother. Get over here.
1: <laughs>
2: Absolutely,
3: that was fun, but at least it's not like kids I don't have to do it every day.
2: Well, there's that.
3: We got several weeks before to we do it again.
1: <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Just keep them out of the mud and they'll be fine.
3: Exactly. That's the plan right now.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this week we are looking at Legion. I was going to say Legion 91, but it's not. It's Legion 01.
2: <laughs> That's right. You know what? I, I didn't notice that until you meant until you hesitated. Was, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: It's not quite Legion ninety one. Legion 01, because it's the annual, it's Legion Annual 2, Legion 91, Annual 2, but they've changed to Legion 01 because it is an Armageddon 2001 crossover.
2: Oh, that is right. And um, for those unfamiliar, uh, Armageddon 2001, it was a crossover that started uh, in, it was in 1991. Um, when 2001 was 10 years in the future.
3: That was a crazy amount of time, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's, a,
2: instead the theater, of that's never 20 years come. in the
1: past.
2: <laughs> right? And uh, so, um, anyway, th- this was, I believe, the first... Thing. Now, they, in years prior to this, they had done um, um, themed annuals. So you would have, like... Um, you know, it would be like a year one thing where, where they would have, uh, um, you know, stories uh, from early in, in heroes careers or it would be an origin of a villain, you know, stuff like that.
3: Yeah. It, yeah. Like a year or two before this since they do like a who's who in like every annual.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And uh, and so and then the year before this was the uh, the, you know, like origin stories of various characters. And the one I remember most is um the uh, Batman annual where they did uh, Two Faces origin with an awesome uh, Neil Adams cover. And uh, the interior art was Chris Sprouse.
0: Ooh.
2: And it was,
0: Ooh, it that was would be fa- cool. It's,
2: it, it, and it's a fantastic story. Like it's a, it's, it's one of the best, um, arguably the best telling of, um, of Two Faces origin uh, uh, that I've ever seen. It was just, just fantastic. So, um, this time around, what they decided to do was uh, put together a thing where not only would there be a theme, but there would be an actual sort of framing sequence for each annual that that tied it into um, a larger story. Um, and so in the, so basically, what they did is they started it off at the beginning of the uh, summer. Uh, with an issue one that set up the story, then that allowed them the opportunity to tell stories in the in the uh, in the annual. Um, that while. Not necessarily forwarding the plot of the story, we're certainly um, exploring something about the book. So, um, you know, like we would get like the Eclipso one, and in Eclipso it would be like, okay, so each one gets sort of an evil version of that hero, and um, and it's tied into this Eclipso thing. This one was a was even simpler. You uh, basically. Had the framing sequence where the story was that uh, ten years into the future, uh, one of the heroes went bad and took over the world, and um, and everybody was uh, was living under the heel of Monarch. And um, what happened was there was a character in the book. Uh, this was create you know, and this was uh, written by. Um, uh, by Dan Juergens, although, um, or actually, no, it, uh, not, not entirely. Um, he did the art on it. It was actually Archie Goodwin and Danny O'Neill that wrote the book. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And, um, and I'm sure Juergens had a, a big part of it. Um, but, but anyway, because, uh, you know, definitely Waverider ended up being more his, uh, more his character. Um, you know, he certainly did more with him, like, so he was created by Jurgens with uh, Goodwin.
3: And so, I'm, so... I'm surprised O'Neill didn't fight to have him more in the Batman books.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. Yeah, no, I understand it. So, yeah, so basically, uh, Monarch was this, you know, so it was like a dystopian or 50 years in the future. Um, and, um, and so the whole idea was that... Uh, that in 2001, one of the heroes went nuts and took over the world, killed all the other heroes, took on this new identity, and began the rise to global domination. But nobody knew who he was, um, and all we knew from that first issue was that he had blue eyes. <laughs> that will be important later on, um, and uh, and so basically, um, uh, there uh, the monarch. Well, OK, so basically, um, um, Monarch started this time travel experiment and um, sent um, Ryder back into the past. And um, and the idea was uh, for Ryder for was when he got there, it's like, yeah, I'm going to find out who Monarch really is and kill him before he can rise to power. As he travels through the time rift, his body mutates and he turns into this t- basically uh, form of living temporal energy and he takes the name Wave Rider. Um, so, and then what happened was he would go through each annual and Wave Rider, by touching uh, one of the heroes, though he did not they couldn't see him he would touch them and that would show him what happened in their future
0: yeah and the, the uh, most potential future from that particular point they yeah had, it,
2: they
3: needed a reason why they had to touch superman three times and batman two or three times as well
2: yeah exactly because they had multiple books and um so we would see kind of what would change right and um and so um first issue was pretty neat and just all, all this set up and then you go through all of the um all of the things and uh and and see the the possible futures of many of these characters so really what it gave an opportunity for was to show what would have what would become of the heroes in 10 years again a possible future and um and then at the end, uh, Wave Rider would say, "Oh, basically, this one can't be uh, uh, Monarch, so I'll move on to the next one." And um, and then of, until, of course, he got to Captain Adam. Oh, and then we knew we knew it was going down because um, it was the
3: last annual. He touches him at the end of the page.
2: Exactly. And after
3: all, Monarch had to be somebody with a lot of power to take on people like Superman or Wonder Woman and tactical abilities and like knowledge of like some knowledge of science and things like that. So exactly. you know, of course, whoever it is has to be somebody like
2: that. Right. Yeah. And in right? fact, uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> then what happened was, um, was, you know, he actually, uh, <laughs> um, uh, they ended up having to change it because um, apparently uh, there was a, there was a whole thing where people, you know, found out about, uh, or people guessed who it was because, as we've said, it was obvious. And, the, and the, your first thing you do is you kind of narrow down who's, who's got blue eyes. Because it's got to be one of those ones, right? Uh, because they showed his eyes and they were blue. And, uh, and so this idea of, um, of you know, my, I, I at first thought maybe Booster Gold um, because they'd kind of run their course with what they were doing with him and, uh, and you know, he's all about time travel. So why wouldn't it be, right? Um, but it turned out, um, it was, uh, it was supposed to be, uh, Captain Adam, but, but at some point, uh, there was, a there was like, um, a, um, I don't know, a, uh, a there was a convention and, and everyone was like, so it's Captain Adam, right? And they freaked out. They're like, oh my God, it's, well, we got to change, we got to change the, uh,
0: the, um, uh, the whole
2: ending yeah (laughs) we gotta change the whole ending and um dumbest thing ever yeah so um so what they decided to do was okay let's let's make it hawk uh because they figure hey you know um we're already canceling that book anyway uh so there's a there's a good one for it to be and um you know because the book had gotten kind of messy toward the end because it was just like uh, we're going to shut you down anyway, and so here's uh, 10 artists to work on this 22-page issue. <laughs> and, um, and so it was messy. Um, and, uh, and so what they did is they changed the ending at the last minute, and they reveal him to be Hawk. And of course, many people pointed out that Wave Riders saw Hank Hall, who was Hawk, fight and die against Monarch in the annual and that Dove had allowed him to see so many futures as to conclude, and this was a quote from the issue, no matter the future, they fought him, but never became him, making them the only two heroes that Monarch could not be. Um, <laughs> they were the only characters shown in this situation, and thus any of the other major characters could have been Monarch without creating uh, a continuity issue. But never mind. Uh, so the... the um, uh, resolution uh, was extremely unpopular amongst both uh, fans and professionals, in part because of the logical flaw mentioned above, and the disregard uh, for the clues placed in previous issues. Additionally, it required Hawk to behave in ways that many felt to be out completely out of character, and they were. It was ridiculous. Um, and I was a fan of the Hawk and Dove book, and man, was I pissed off when I read that second oh. issue. Oh, so was um, I. Yeah, and just... And well, also... It, it, it also, it, said now, now, now I, it sounded like they were already cancelling the book, but maybe it was the other way around. Uh, it, this also made it impossible to continue using either Hawk or Dove, as they had in the past, and necessitated the cancellation of the series. Uh, Carl Kiesel, the writer of Hawk and Dove, commented that Hawk and Dove was always a love story. Then one day, Hawk went insane and murdered Dove. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Less of a love story, Dan.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah messy messy um and um they would later resolve all that in uh, in jsa um and sort of fix some of it but ugh, messy uh but yes yeah, yeah. so uh so anyway that's the uh that's kind of the way it goes um so um there's a, bo- a battle with the justice league monarch retreats and takes uh Uh, Don Granger, who was Dove, with him, and Hank was also a captive and watched Monarch kill Dove in front of his eyes, Um, and being created as two beings whose natures were supposed to be in balance, Hank became enraged when his partner's pacifist nature could no longer contain his warlike spirit, and he beats Monarch to death only to learn the horrible truth that he was the one who would be the Monarch of the future upon seeing monarch's dead body and the device he was building to enslave humanity he mused that the earth would need someone to keep the balance so he put on monarch's armor and continued building the machine uh, Yeah,
3: yeah because hank had the smarts for those like that and hank was able <laughs> hank had the had the smarts and the brains to be able to run a planet for 20 30 years oh good completely yeah. without losing it no yeah. well, i mean i thought about it years <laughs> since then and besides those things and yeah, besides the continuity issue, and besides the you know the eye thing and all that stuff, I mean, to be fair, Hank was a male, Monarch yep. was male.
0: <laughs> there you there go. Is that. There
3: yeah. is that. So there's that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they share a
3: gender. <laughs> yeah, there you
0: they could have it. They just, I don't That's know. Like if each, I don't know, if each annual had just kind of been a little more open ended rather than definitively stating this person is not monarch. Like, you know, like, you know, like if each annual had been kind of a little more open-ended, like, oh, yes. perhaps this is the route it could go, but maybe not, then they may have, might have had a little more wiggle room when they got to uh, to that final issue. But, uh,
3: I, 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 do, know. I do remember at least some of the annuals were pretty good, though, other end ones. I mean, the Flash oh. one, I thought, was pretty good, and I think that was like Mark Wade's first Flash issue, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, who doesn't like
0: sense. a good, like, like it's like a, a summer full of adult Legion stories, right? Like, yeah, those are always fun. Those it's fun to look into the future and, and guess and see what might be coming.
2: Absolutely, or,
0: you know, Although, like that's yeah, that's just fun.
3: Although most of them really had, I don't think they ever affected the series, with the exception of I think the, I think was that when they first introduced the Team Titans.
2: Um, yes, yes, it was okay.
3: So the only two I can think that actually really affected the, you know, the the series is this one and the the Titans one, because that brought yeah. in the Team Titans book.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the yeah.
3: rest of them had nothing to do with it. I mean, half the, half the Superman books are, you know, Lois dies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they
0: did. They did tend to go a little grim. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
3: So, I mean, most of them really, I mean, they were cool future stories, but they also had nothing to do with like. It's not like they seeded store for the most part. Most of them didn't seed stories for the future.
2: Yeah, exactly. And there was the one that was that was kind of an homage to the whole Dark Knight Returns uh, fight with uh, Superman and Batman. Um, and then there was the other Superman one where he becomes president. Mm-hmm. And and then there was a third one, and I don't remember what happened in that one. But was well, uh, that?
3: The, I think that's the one where he marries Maxima. Cause isn't that the one that like, oh, the covers yes. like Maxima and him making out on Lois' tombstone? Yes,
2: that's oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn, oh man, anyway. So, uh, so that brings us to uh, the Legion 91/Legion 01 uh annual, and uh, this one um comes to us with a uh, a cool Mike McComb cover. And uh, and that's OK, because there's also some cool Mike McCone interior art. Yes, um,
0: this is this is the start of his run on the annuals. He does. Yes,
2: that's right. Three, he does I the think. Next, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, God, I love his work. Um, so uh, his earliest uh, work for the for the majors, he, he's a British artist, uh, but he did, of course, uh, Justice League, uh, uh, Justice League America and Justice League International. Um, he also did some Punisher Warzone around this point as well. Uh, that I, and I remember actually buying a couple of those issues because his it just his covers were fantastic. And um, and the the thing that really kind of um, um, broke him big was was Marvel's Exiles. Right. Um, right. He was
3: right. He was the artist in exile.
2: Yeah. yeah. And oh my god, what a great book. And uh and then that of course brought him back later to do um Teen Titans with Johns. And then he did a run on Fantastic Four, and I can't remember who he did that with, but um Yeah, it was like five twenty seven to yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it was with. Uh but anyway, um you, you, you can't go wrong with some Mike McConard. So he is uh, all over this one. Um, and it is written by Alan Grant. He's a guy who knows something <laughs> about L E G I O N. Mm-hmm. Um, inks by yeah. Jan Harps. Uh, colors by Laveren and uh, Gaspar does the letters. And uh, BAD, uh, sorry, B A D, Dan Raspler. He's bad. He's bad. You know it. Um, <laughs> uh, is the editor. So uh, we start off with um, looks like they've been in Gorilla City (laughs) or a planet of of similar um, similar uh, ape-like beings. Yeah, they Um, look
3: like a Cross of Apes and Trolls, something like that.
2: Yeah, and he's sitting over, he's sitting on top of them, carrying one of them's severed head um, as Telepath (laughs) looks on behind and it says 2001. And he says, and Lobo's, order, or fraggender The court is now in session. His honor and main man, Judge Lobo presiding. How do you plead, creeps? Uh, not guilty. I was framed. I never murdered nobody. There's been a mistake. My brother's the bad guy. Bunch <laughs> of reg- regular bunch of angels, huh? Well, Mr. Prosecutor Telepath will get the truth. Ah, shoot, a mind reader. This one's guilty. <laughs> triple murder, looting, pillage same here murder of unarmed citizens, grand theft, cannibalism and uh, 41 unpaid parking fines I object, I ain't got a car <laughs> overruled, says Lobo as he whacks him with his big old fish hook um, and he says sorry, he says, this is getting boring hurry it up, will you, do them all at once uh, right, uh, your honor, says Telepath guilty to a man <laughs> as stateless outlaws no planet's willing to take you under galactic law legion is entitled to execute you however being a judge of sport in mind i decided to give you all a fighting chance personal combat to the death yay let us fight it out last man standing walks free and he says against me her <laughs> sure? telepath says are you sure this is a good idea lobo Take a tip from a seasoned legal eagle, Clyde. Shut up. Now watch my chain of office. And they're like, "Hell, what's what's chance do we stand against him?" Ah, shut the wine. There's ten of us. Let justice be done. And he starts uh, gouging eyes. And uh, nine of us whack, Won't crack. <laughs> and uh, and there's lots of hitting and. Ripping and ah. And then we see Wave Rider in the background. He says, He is powerful, amoral, and every bit as savage as I had heard. He might easily be the monster I seek. Call Docs. Tell him to break out a six pack. We're on our way in. But what's this? My tracking sense says there's another one. Never could stand lurkers. Out you come, Clyde. Fatal's giz. And he sees Wave Rider. A superhero, huh? fabuloso. Nothing I like more than dislocating the square jaws. He stands frozen in the time stream, a monument to arrogant brutality. And, um, and as it seems to be kind of a, a standard operating procedure now, uh, he pokes his hand through uh, Lobo's chest,
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: uh, and he says, I merge with his essence. Flow with him down the timelines. Ten years into his future, I find out is Lobo, the beast who will enslave the world? And we see Lobo in a similar situation. Geeks are as guilty as sin, As no planet is willing to take, the yeah the pleasure of your execution falls to me. So heads up, boys. Let's do the courthouse boogie. And he brings out his, his chain O office.
1: <laughs> and
2: um, Wave Rider says, hmm, no. His future mirrors his present. He is not my quarry. He is an anarchic force. Only if that force is controlled by some outside agency could could he ever become that threat I must neutralize. What in the name of frag? I am speaking with the dog. I don't know what you did to me, but it's going to cost you that excuse for a face when I should be dealing with his master. Come back and fight, you lily livered streak of urine. Ah, rats. Right. <laughs> In ten years' time, my time, one of Earth's heroes will take the wrong path. Oh, here we go. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, recap page.
2: Yeah. In the name of the great good, he will inflict great evil. Warped by his own twisted logic, he will war with his peers. And we see uh, we see him fighting all of the heroes. Um,
0: Including Captain Adam.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And. Um, okay.
0: And Swamp Thing, and Animal Man, and yeah. yeah. Who is that Punch in, and, like, is that who that
3: is? Punch and Julie? Because I'm trying to figure out who that is. Like, I the, think
0: so.
2: Under Captain Am's arm.
0: Yeah, Julie, I think.
2: Yeah. Okay, it's one of them. Mhm. All right. Um, and he will destroy them without mercy, and the whole, and force the whole world to accept his iron rule. Only I can stop him. Only I can prevent that awful future. But first, I must discover who Monarch really is. And he lands down on Cairn. And um, we get in the meeting room, and um, Mary Jane's saying, haven't seen him in days. Strata says, you can bet he's up to something. Beck says, Strata, Vril Bach and Dox is always up to something. It's how it's going to affect us that bothers me. And then uh, Captain Square Jaw says, "Perhaps we should just ask him what he is doing, Beck." Fat fucking chance! He's locked himself in the lab and posted robots to guard it. <laughs> um, and um, and we see the uh, the robots there. It says, "Do not pass." We mean it.
0: We mean it. <laughs> yeah, they
3: look kind of like the Ed Two O Nines from Robocop. It's about Without the legs, <laughs> they're floating ones of them though.
2: Yes. Well, this is, uh, you know, uh, oh, it's not in the future. Never mind. Um, (laughs) Not yet. Uh, There's nobody getting in there without Dox's personal invite. And Waverider, however, he slips right past them. If real Dox is the seed that will grow into monarch, I cannot afford to warn him. The merest inkling of who I am, of the threat I represent, and he will snuff me out without mercy. And uh, Doc sees him. Moons of Kolu. Who? And he clicks the little thing. And it traps Wave Rider. And he says, Welcome to Legion HQ. How can I help you? Let me out of here. Oh, no, my friend. You've many uh, questions to answer before you go anywhere. You really should have considered telepath before you did. Whatever you did to Lobo, distance is no barrier to thought. Now, who are you? Why are you here? I expect an answer now. And, um, nothing. And he says, suit yourself, play it the hard way. And he presses a button and it constricts these rings around him. Change your mind? No? Then perhaps I can tell you. These sensors indicate that you are chronographically unstable. A fortunate coincidence, I happen to be working on tachyon technology. I am pleased to see my time cage works. Mm -hmm. You can't be from the past, ergo you're from the future. But why don't you save me a little time, and yourself, a great deal of pain. Why are you here? I underestimated him. His trap is primitive, but effective. He's clever, cunning, ruthless. Everything that monarch will be, except for blue-eyed. Uh, but I still have one <laughs> weapon in my arsenal, that's true. So tell him my story. And this monarch, you think I might be him? Yes, but there is only one way to be sure. I must journey into your probable future and see exactly what you will become. See my own future. Fascinating. Very well. Do whatever you must. I warn you, any tricks, any hints of deception, and I'll use this. The slightest pressure in your cage will contract to zero space, and you will die. I touch him, and the time stream weaves and dances, and carries us away. Ten years from now, 2001. Uh, democracy, or, uh, Democracy, yes?
0: Yeah, I think That's so.
2: Signs, something like that. Uh, another sign, one being, one vote. And, uh, yeah, basically there's uh, a, a protest. Uh, and it's um, one of the Cybo uh, Legion Field Marshal, says, this degenerate display is now over. And they say, this is our planet. We decide when we meet and what we do. Yeah, go back and tell real ducks the stinking Legion isn't wanted here. No dogs here! No dogs here! And, um... And we see Strata and Garve... Wait, uh, Strata and Garve are protesting too, are they? Yep. They yes. are. Strata and Garve are in on this.
0: Yep. They're um, out of uniform and no wearing overalls.
2: Here.
3: Yes. And Strata has something strapped to his back. Her back.
2: Yes. Yes. Um... And they spit on the guy, and he says... Let the record show they had fair warning. All right, reasonable force, do your job. Uh, they're charging. Look out. And um, there's a riot. And uh, and Strata says, my God, I never thought even real docks would stoop to this. You two, you're under arrest. Why? We did nothing, says Strata. And he says, because I say so. Why, you little freak? And they, they try clubbing uh, Strata, and she just uh, bites off the club and then Garve says, "Strata, you get little Rocky home. I'll His name's Sylvester Garve and you're doing nothing. If Docs finds out we've gone against him, he won't rest until he makes us pay." "I don't care. I You have to care, Garve. It's not just us. We've got Sylvester to think about now." <laughs> Besides, maybe there's another way. Here, give me a hand with this hydrant. Hurry. And they wrench off the hydrant and uh, and basically make them drink from the fire hose.
1: <laughs>
2: and whoosh. Now's your, now, you people, now's your chance. Get away. Come on, before Saibo realizes it us. Saibo. What a give to get a crack at him. Sometimes I, I, sorry, go ahead.
3: I was going to say, this is actually the first part of what I, was, what I said before about how this affects the series. And this is actually, Murray said, i stole the line from me i was, re- was think of it when i read this this is like the adult legion story not so much the story itself but you get these couples that were not established yet in the yes, series yeah, good and point. we get two yeah. big couples that will become now major couples in this series going forward just like in that adult legion story when they're established and after that
2: that's what happens that yeah exactly yeah so we yeah. end up with that for sure, and uh, it, this was this was I, I I thought one of the really neat uh, looks into the future because it was all of it was very plausible.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. And it helps that you have the regular. I was gonna say regular creative team. You have the regular writer on the annual, whereas with some of these annuals, um, it was they could just people. drop in like a guest team because it 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 yeah it it didn't matter right like it didn't it wasn't going to affect the ongoing yeah. book so it and didn't matter who did the annual
3: yeah and i wonder if that's why this and the titans ones are the ones that actually affect because i'm pretty sure wolfman was the one writing it Titans oh, yeah. annual so yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual yeah, regular and, writers were the and, ones doing the annuals that affect things later
2: of course that was uh that was uh wolfman um writer block time so so you know realistically <laughs> well, well I jonathan, thought the writer, jonathan peterson was the editor on it
3: so <laughs> well i thought his writer block ends i thought that writer block time ends around the time of uh titan's hunt and this is definitely post titan's Hunt. oh
2: oh oh yeah no no titan's hunt is is around when it was happening and uh okay. a lot of that was driven by the editor jonathan peterson
3: okay because that's when i started reading it i did like well, at least the yeah. first half of titan's hunt until it went yeah. crazy
2: yeah, no, a lot of crazy. Was was, uh, was Peterson kind of like uh, really kind of like okay, try this, try that, that, you know? And so a lot of the plot was him. And, oh, okay, and, well, that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah, once someone to... gives you the story, it's easier to to do the rest yeah. of it.
3: Because that first part was good until it went into total chaos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both meetings of the word for that for that book.
2: Yeah, got ma- got messy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um. So Stratus says, sometimes I wish that we'd never left Legion. If we'd stayed, maybe it never would have ended up like this. And uh, Garv says, don't torture yourself, babe. Any creation of doxes was bound to be warped, just like him. Legion wasn't just doxes, she says. We all shared the dream, only now it's turned into a nightmare. And they get home. And, um, and uh, Garve says, with every day that passes, Legion becomes less a force for justice and more about a tyrant seeking control. What kind of life is Sylvester going to have when he grows? Docs will be lord of the whole galaxy by then. No, babe, we can't let that happen. Docs must be stopped. And there's only one group of people who stand even the remotest chance of doing it. And we head back to uh, um, uh, to HQ. Cybo, calling Cairn. Returning with 30 prisoners. Prepare holding cells. You were ordered to observe the demonstration, Saibo. Commander Doc said nothing about taking prisoners. We were defied. I deemed it necessary. The commander will agree. Ask him. Oh, I'll do that. Karen over and out. And it is, of course, FaZe, um, whose hair has grown back. Um, anything important, Garen? Uh, or no, sorry, that was Beck who... Uh, no, no, that was FaZe who uh, ended the... So she yeah. says, Any, anything important, Garin? Garen? Uh, no, it's nothing, FaZe. Trouble with Cybo, As always, still, I have to try. It sort of justifies me being here, I guess. Why do you stay? With all the others gone, there's nothing to keep you. <laughs> Where else can I go, she says. Telepath told me I'd never regain my lost past. L- Legion is all I've ever known. I could ask you the same. Why do you stay? Admin Chief doesn't pay that well. I, uh, I don't know. Unless it's so I get to laugh at this creep every day and we see uh, uh, Lobo held in stasis. It all began with him, didn't it, Garen? When Docs lost interest in justice and started seeking power, Lobo was the first to go. An example, Doc said. What would uh, happen to anyone, any who uh, disobeyed him? Yeah, and if anyone deserved it, it was this crockpocket fucking maniac. And he, uh, you know, basically <laughs> thumbs his nose at him. Yeah, suffer, you bastard. Beck, you pathetic fool. Get away from there and find some work to do. Yes, sir, Commander Doc, sir. We see Docs and uh, Lady Cork.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh,
2: Who has further customized her uniform. Um, yeah. <laughs> An
0: Commander. improvement.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, uh, Faye says Commander, Cybo reports that he's taken unauthorized prisoners. What of it? I'm sure he knows what he's doing. We are returning to our experiments. See, we are not disturbed. And we see that they've got even bigger robots now. Um, We? You'd think they were bloody royalty. They certainly act as if they were. Just what experiments, I wonder. Can't you find out? Dematerialize and go straight in through the wall? I can't. He's fitted some sort of phantom sensor. Whatever they're up to. I'm sure it's not going to benefit anyone but them. And um, then we're down on the jungle where there's a green-skinned uh um, <laughs> well, hunting, hunting down what looks like an antelope. And I'm gonna assume this is uh, Doc's uh, junior.
3: Now, on that last panel, is did he rip its throat out with his teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I always wanted. I thought I was guessing because it looks kind of like that and it looks like he's wiping yeah. his mouth afterwards
2: yes yeah he is yeah so okay. he uh, runs it down and uh yes it rips out its throat with his teeth um and stealth says nice work son that'll keep us for a week <laughs> stealth when will we be moving on again i don't know kid when it feels like time i guess no i was just wondering don't you miss your friends in legion why getting itchy feet already yeah i miss them but most of them aren't in yeah i miss them but most of them aren't in legion anymore they left because of the leader's behavior and i left because i won't ever let that green skinned bastard get his hands on you his son yes she you know clarifies all that um stealth this is strata I'm calling stealth come in stealth and uh then we're back on Cairn. and bril is a stinking traitor he set Legion up to bring justice to Wall, but he's just a power-hungry tyrant. Fool, you should have learned your lesson, says Saibo. Learn it now, as he squishes his face. And Beck. Saibo, put him down! <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Admin Chief, sir. Thump. So, um you mindless arrogant bully You mindless arrogant bully. Real has taught you well. Have a good mind to And he punches him. Ow! Your turn to apologize, Worm, as he grabs him by the throat. Girk, You're choking him. Let him go. And, um, and he won't, and, uh, so, um...
0: Faze pulls a gun on him.
2: Yeah, yeah, she pulls a gun to him and, uh, and uh, says, Do it, damn you, and then she gets zapped. Pulling a weapon on a fellow officer is a punishable offense, says Docs. We should have you locked up. But he, Saibo, enough put up with you two for a long time out of respect for the past we share. But no longer. You're dismissed. Both of you. We're fired? We're out of legion? Exactly. As, uh, as they rip off the badge off his uh, uniform. Now get out of here. If they're not out off Karen within the hour, Cybo, they're all yours. These are the dissidents, sir. I'm going to re-educate them in line with our preventative uh, policing policy. Very well. Carry on. Strap them in. Hello? Uh, Hello? Oh, there we are. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> Sorry, it sound you like I left you guys. And uh, Sable says, don't worry, it won't hurt when it's over. You'll be a decent law-abiding citizen again. No, it could possibly go wrong. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: right. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah.
2: And uh, Docs and Lady Quark are uh, pretty sanguine about the whole thing. Um, Saibo says they'll only be too happy to spread the good word about Legion when we send them home to Dan after suitable indoctrination, of course. Almost 80 worlds under Legion control. Hundreds more allied to us or or under our influence and still some resist our policies. Only a few, sir, says Saibo. Nothing our squads can't handle. The way I figure within a decade this whole galactic spiral arm will be under Legion control. A decade, nothing. My experiment succeeds. The spiral arm will be ours within a week. And FaZe is uh, watching all this. Um, And then we go back down, and uh, they're at the spaceport, saying, what do you think Garvin Strata want? I don't know, but it must be serious. Still, I'm glad to get away from the farm for a while. Not that I don't... Oh, I guess this is... uh,
0: This is Mary Jane and Comet, yeah. Oh,
2: okay, yes. Decked out in their
0: very best uh, 1940s spy outfits.
1: Yes,
3: Well, To be fair, this spaceport area does look like, uh, it reminds me a lot of the uh, L station that was not too far from my grandmother's house in Brooklyn. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Actually, I know exactly where you mean.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like this is, like, it's the Dan spaceport, you know, over in Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, yeah. Totally. No, I, I, I totally see that. It's yes. <laughs> still a avenue. Because as I was looking at it, I was thinking the same thing. Um, still, so I'm glad to get away from the farm for a while. Not that I don't like it. It's just, well, it can be boring. Blast. And uh, we see someone uh, blasting away at someone, literally. I said, stay put, sucker. And he gets there. Hold it right there. Put those weapons down. Go suck an egg, chump. <laughs> and he... Uh, Punches him right in the face. And then there's another guy holding the, uh... The shopkeeper? Yeah, the shopkeeper, and says, Hold it right there, Mr. Goody-gooder. This creep dies. That's a clever boy. Back away, and nobody need get hurt. That side, if my telekinesis can move it, thud, it takes him out. And we hear a siren. That's a Legion siren. Time we were out of here, Mary Jane. And off they go. Garve did say to stay incognito, you know. Sorry, honey, it's not my way. It might sound old-fashioned, but I made a decision once. I decided I would be a hero, use my gifts to help my fellow beings. The way I see it, hero is a high-profile job. I wouldn't have it any other way, darling. And I kiss. That's uh, the other
3: part that becomes canon in the future, is this couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: exactly. And uh, look down there, and there's Telepath, also disguised in a (laughs) trench coat. Yes. (laughs) It's the
3: Ben Grimm outfit. I got a trench coat and a fedora. No yeah. one would yep. recognize me.
2: <laughs> Long time no see, telepath. Hey, I like the get-up. Falling on hard times since you quit, eh? Hard times, my hive. Garf said to come incognito.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, we see um, in in uh, back and in a in a jet an NCI seven I K I. Uh, are you sure that's what he said? Absolutely positive. If my experiment succeeds, the spiral arm will be ours within the week. Guess there's only one thing for it then. Here, feed this in. Feed in this course correction. Why? Where are we going? That call I had early, earlier, it wasn't nothing. It was Garvin Strata. You've kept in touch with him? Yeah, sorry I couldn't tell you before, but we didn't want dogs to know. They're holding a sort of reunion. I think we ought to be there. <laughs> Um, then the robots, the prisoners you asked for, Commander. What have you to save for yourselves? Legion, under the leadership of Vril Docs, is the way to a crime-free future. Preventing policing, it's a crime not to. Excellent. That's it, just stand up on the platform. Lady Quark, and they stand up there. Power on. Piezo levels, levels stabilized. Routing in biofix now. Shoo, shoo. And, um, they get fused together and it's sloppy. It's gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, terrifying. It looks like something out of like the, uh, David Cronenberg fly movie. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: Cause it's not just that they're fused together. They're not, it's like parts are switched around and extended. I mean, that's their hands coming out of the chest, but the hands yeah. are like each finger is like the length of like an arm.
2: Yeah. It's kind of fun house mirrored. Uh, yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah by the Empire, it is perfect. Physically, yes, but it's mind. You, speak. Legion under the u- leadership of Rildox is the way to a crime-free future. Preventative policing, you know it makes sense. It has been a long, <laughs> long, slow task, but it works. Aye, we must give the input energies time to restore themselves, a day at the most. Then truly, we three will be one. Ugh. Um, in the meantime, we will have them dissected. I do not expect any anomalies, but it's good to be sure. Lady Quark? And they go into a little cell and they say, Well, Wave Rider, how are we today? She's still there.
0: Still trapped. Ten years
2: on. How long is it? Ten years now and you've held out all that time. Remarkable. But your suffering is almost over. One more day and the secrets you've kept for so long will be ours. Infinity and through you, eternity will be under our control.
3: Good job, Wave Writer. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Strata, you look great and a little rocky. That's Sylvester, stealth. You should have brought your boy. Fat chance. Fuck me with an old sock. Mary Jane, you look awesome. You're a lucky guy, Comet. Don't I know it. Lydia Darkstar, I thought you'd have gone back to Taluk to take your place as, as Shadow Champion. I have, but my mother was a founding member of Legion. In her honor, I had to come. <laughs>
3: Uh, the background, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and in the background, uh, okay, Rocky, put Uncle Garrett down. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, uh, Stratus says, all right, people, time to get serious. I'm sure you all, you've all guessed why I called you. Grill, Bakken, Docs. Exactly, Docs and Legion. They're forcing their new policies on world after world. In the name of law, all dissent is being stifled. Dox's puppets govern dozens of planets. Preventative policing, they call it, but naked fascism is what it's leading to. I'm afraid it's worse than that, Strata. You'd better hear what Dox was saying after he fired Garrett and me. And um, we see a ship landing, and uh, it's Cybo and a bunch of his goons. And uh, Lydia says, Rule the galaxy, Dox and Quarks, but how? They, even they don't have that kind of power. Evidently he will have if his experiment turns out well. And Mary Jane says, what does his warp genius come up with now? I'm afraid we don't know. I can't penetrate his lab, so we've no way of finding out. <clears throat> Maybe there is one way, says Stealth. Telepath? Me? Invade Dox's mind? You must be insane. I ran away from Legion because I couldn't stand what Dox was doing. He'll kill me as a traitor if he ever finds out where I am. So sneak, he need never know. Yeah, besides, says stealth, if you don't want to help, why come to the meet? I, I, oh damn you. I, I'll do it. Just give me a minute till I get a fix. Contact. It's shadowed, sinister, strange, not what I expected at all. And he sees, uh, basically, it looks like a brainiac head. Um, a whole bunch and, of them. A whole bunch <laughs> of them, exactly. Uh, The experiment, when's it taking place? Tomorrow. But I found something else. Dox, he isn't alone. What do you mean? There's something living in his mind. For Buck's sake, man, what? The computer tyrants of Kolu. But that's impossible. The tyrants died on Talok when they fought the the Emerald Eye. Don't ask me how, but they're there all right. If Dox isn't in control of his own mind, it would explain everything. What about Lady Quark? Maybe the tyrants have got to her, too. This settles it. Somehow we have to stop. And Cybo walks in. Commander Doc suspected you'd run for your friends back. We've been locked onto your ship all the way. His orders were to bring you back, but I don't think that's such a good idea. Execute them. Don't shoot, as so Strata, as a baby. Um, and, uh, looks like, uh, Mary Jane takes fire. Um. And the baby. And uh-huh. the baby, yes. Yeah, not good. Um. And then telepath. Yeah. And, uh, Garve runs towards him. Murderer! And, uh, f- you know, throws them through the wall. And, uh, Comet, you killed her! And Garve says, now it's your turn, bastard. You killed the only woman I ever loved. Enough, freak. Um, and they shoot Garve. And, uh... And um, uh, comet knocks over the their truck, a truck onto them. And whoa, look out! Get the one still inside. And um, and uh, Lydia is saying, Legion. Not one of you is even fit to say its name. And uh, she zaps uh, one of the go- one of the the shock troopers. And uh, um, we see um, what's his name? Cybo uh, uh, is is still beating the crap out of Garv. And he says, "Whimper freak." And he says, oh, "Strat, strat, it's your last." And we hear a crack. And um, um, and stealth and um, and Faze are making with the high kicks. And uh, Lydia says, "You creep. We'll show you what it means to wear the, that badge." and he says and Saibo says do your worst little girls sonic burst shadow lightning is that it <laughs> and uh, they say we're hardly even slowing him keep it up give it everything you've got and he says "Good night, lady and uh and then uh comet flies in behind him and uh and clotheslines him uh from behind and uh crush and uh-huh. we see little uh you know you know basically a broken him. Um, yeah probably dead uh Cybo uh, uh, you know in with the bit, bits of wall and we see um, we see all the dead right we see uh, Garb we see telepath we see Mary Jane we see Sylvester. this is Cybo calling care inform ca- Commander Docks I'm returning with the prisoners over and out. We're gonna need a plan. I have the only plan I need Captain says Strata. We go in there, and we kill Vril Docs. They're on their way. Then we must proceed at once. Are you ready? And uh, Quark, Lady Quark says, Nevermore, so and you. He says, I, I want nothing else. Proceed, Lady Quark. And we see a zap, and then we're bathed in energy. Stand by to receive the prisoners. Doesn't seem right fighting against those who wear our own colors. It's what's inside the uniform that counts, Faze. And it's pretty obvious Docs handpicked these creeps. It's not going to work. We need more power. Oh, yeah, they look rough. Uh, we need more power. Cut cut in the base supply. Warning, emergency batteries tapped. The power is going down. We're going to need help. You go on. And, um, and Beck says... I really hate to have to do this as he zaps, um,
0: zaps uh, Lobo the there.
2: Lobo's cage and he says, But we might need him. Lobo, listen, this is urgent. We're I saw you making those faces. Suck knuckle, you wedge headed geek. And he punches
1: him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then intruders as they uh, as they shoot at uh, strata and uh, comet. Execute the robot guards. Don't hold back, strata. And they, they're they beating the crap out of the robot guards And uh, and Lobo's Now you go bite and scuzzball Lobo, no, you can do what you want Kill me, but Legion needs you first the Computer tyrants, they've taken over docks We've got to stop them Docks, huh? I owe that bastard Wait right there, Wedgie I had a whole heap of stasis to pay him back
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And uh, And he goes in Where is he? I'll rip that fragger's face off and he sees the. What the hell? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, gross.
3: I mean, their heads are in the hands. Yeah. And there's like another hand. Oh, it's like on the back. It's almost like a cloak.
2: Yeah. It's weird. Um,
3: it's quite disturbing.
2: Yeah. So you escaped Cybo, says the uh, Quark head. That does not surprise us. You always were good. And the Doc's head says, "But not nearly good enough. Look out! It's going to." And uh, there's a bazoo. Um and he says, "I strike not against you, vril nor Lady Quark, but the tyrants of Kolu." Uh, Captain Vomit speaking for dot for himself. Docs, as far as I'm concerned, you're the bad bastard. <laughs> and um, and uh, so there's much hitting and Lobo swings, gets swung around by them, gets swung into, uh, into Comet and, um Lydia's saying, it's far too powerful for us, fall back, I will try and fail, Lydia Mallor as they zap, um uh, Faze, but of course she lets it go through her and she says, perhaps if I shut off the power, and um and then they zap, uh, Lydia fail, just like your mother, and she screams, and, uh and Beck is, hey, Lydia, uh, you pitiful fools. I am the ruthless cunning of Vril Dox, the nuclear power of Lady Quark, the unsurpassed intelligence of the Tyrants of Kolu. Nothing can harm me. Nothing can stop me. And we see Comet. We see Beck. We see Stealth. And Stratus says, Dox, I know you're in there. The Tyrants are controlling you. Fight them. We see Lobo. We see Comet again. We see Beck as as there's uh, you know they're silhouetted by the energy, and their stealth. And then remember, remember the dream. Fight them. Uh, the dream is dead. I am the only dream now. Yeah, uh, a bit <laughs> of a nightmare. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: so they're all dead now, right? I, I think believe so. that is the thing. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. They're done um and he says i'm the only dream now and he walks into uh wave rider's cell and he says thank you my friend you unspeakable abomination i take no blame for what you have made yourself no have you forgotten 10 years ago real docs was experimenting with time technology though though that primitive tachyon cage was the best he could do then you showed up and let him take you between them he he and quark figured out how to use your personal time field as a booster Convinced that I had survived my battle with the Emerald Eye, they journeyed back one year to Talak 8, the planet of my demise. They were right. Only my bioform had been destroyed. My discorporeal intelligence was very much alive. But while they sought me, I found them. Aided by the abnormal fluctuations of the power matrix, I was able to merge with them. They returned empty handed, but not empty headed. <laughs> and barely in time, the enemy surges were far more than their machinery could handle. I hid in their minds, growing stronger, spreading my influence. For years I waited, festering, growing like a cancer. Until now, their bodies, as well as their minds, are mine, as you are mine. As will be the secrets you have kept for so long. Farewell, wave rider, and thank you. Master of space, master of time. The universe belongs to me, as he flies off. And then we go back, and uh, Doc's is standing there. That is my future? The most probable one at this moment's time, if you do not free me, says Waverider. But it needn't turn out like that. Now I'm forewarned. I could go about things differently. I'd be in control, space and time, at my command. And if you failed, you would be an even worse monster than Monarch. All creation would come to loathe you. And that seems to have little effect. This is uh, what's neat about this is it's all one statted panel, right?
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Uh,
2: five times.
3: Um, I, I like how yeah, Doc's taking a minute to think about it. He's like, well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, pause, a dramatic pause, and he's like, yes, you're right. And he drops his remote control. He says, control is not justice, and justice is why I founded Legion. My time experiments are over. I'll take your presence here as a timely warning. And Waverider says it's the right decision. I know," says Doc's. You would have killed me, even if it meant dying yourself or being caged up here forever. How can you know, like? How can you know that? You're like me. You have a dream. You'll allow nothing to stop you realizing it. And if the positions had been reversed, I would have killed you. And they shake hands, and that's it. Yes, that it is. That what on cool. uh, Murray?
0: Oh, uh, I no. We get. Yeah, I get one more page too. It's. Um... It's yeah, it's it's just like a wrap up. We'll meet again one day, says Wave Rider. I'm sure we will. And when you take care of Monarch, come back. Legion's always recruiting. And Dox <laughs> is just thinking, time and space under my control. Ah, uh, <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Faze, set up a couple of disposal robots. I have some lab equipment to dismantle. And then we get Wave Rider just uh, monologuing. Would I have killed him? Vril Dox was in no doubt, but could I have? That's a question I may have to answer back on Earth when I finally find the one I seek. bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Does it
2: say which one was next in the... Uh... Uh,
0: it does not in this one. Oh, okay. Um, no, it doesn't have a listing of of, of uh, all the annuals. Like, sometimes they do. Sometimes they... Yeah, you're right. They would have a listing of...
2: It would say follow The whole
0: summer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Okay. This one does not.
2: Alrighty then. Well, I like that.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
2: a good one. It, you know, and it's a it is a totally plausible possible future. Exactly.
3: Yeah, and the cool thing was like like we said, it sets up those romances, and also now since it was the writer, I'm looking, I'm curious to see like, do we get the tyrants back, and if so, is it going to be like the same way they came back here? I mean, not with docs, but you know. Yeah. And also, like, will we see a Commander Saibo?
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh. wouldn't that be interesting, right? Like, like will he
3: join at some point?
2: And because that was one of the fun things of the Adult Legion story when they would finally, you know, make parts of it appear, right? Yeah. Um, where it was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. There's a thing. And um, it's why I was so excited about the saga, saga, saga. Yeah. Um, Because it made reference to something that was from that story. And, okay. And...
3: Uh, uh- yeah. Oh, real quick, I'm looking at it says, so it's DC Database on dc.fandom.com Farm Again 2001, and it has a list of the annuals, and it's not an alphabetical, so I'm guessing it might be in the order they least yeah. came out or something, because we have uh, Adventures of Superman annuals, the one right before this. Okay,
2: and, and that's which the one is where he becomes
3: Mary's uh, uh, Maxima. Maxima. Yeah. Right. And then after this one was, we'll get back to that, after this one is Hawk and Dove. uh uh-huh.
1: Mm, and then
3: yes. J- then the Just League Europe annual, which for some bizarre reason ends with him about to touch Captain Adam to be continued in Armageddon 2001, number two. Like that wasn't enough of a hint for everybody. I don't know yeah. why they freaked out. like you basically were telling us there anyway.
2: Yeah, you'd kind of telepath uh, telegraphed it. And uh...
3: why are you having his in the issue, not the annual unless it's really important for the story?
2: Yeah, exactly. Unless it's not important at all.
3: Yeah, unless it's a waste (laughs) of time.
2: Although it still took uh, Captain Adam off the...
3: uh, Off the board, yeah.
2: Off the board, yeah. Uh, Anyway.
3: And they weren't able to change everything, because if you go read the issues of just JLE around that time, like, one of the next issues has, uh, what's her name, Catherine Colbert having a nightmare of Captain Adam coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's... uh, And if you... If you just take the stories as they are, as it was yeah. published, which is he left to help. Well, why would you have a nightmare that he's coming back? What's wrong with him? Don't yes. No? Oh, yeah. because he wasn't supposed to be the hero.
2: That's right. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Messy. Yeah.
0: Very, very, very.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to get into some feedback. Cool. I cool. do believe. Um, where am I? Did I do it you all did. last week?
0: Ugh. Uh, you did not.
2: Hmm. Strange. I thought I had some. Yeah, no, I did. I did read this stuff last week. Never mind. All right. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, then, that is it for this week. Next week, we jump from Armageddon 2001 to War of the Gods. We don't get an annual out of it, though. We just get one. Oh, one thank goodness issue, for that. Just one issue. <laughs> uh-huh. So we will check out Lobo and Captain Marvel and... Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. I can't remember who else shows up in that
3: issue, but... but I didn't uh, see Captain Marvel in that issue. I saw Shazam.
2: Oh,
0: no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you saw Captain Marvel. <laughs> All righty. Well, that'll be next week. We can argue about his name next week. Oh, there'll (laughs) be no argument. Don't worry. (laughs) All righty, folks. That is it for us. You can always send us feedback.
2: Uh, Yes, you can send that to us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters, gmail.com. Or you can head over to this very website, and uh, which is uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode.
0: Right on. Otherwise, we will see you all next. W E E K.
2: S H A Z A M.
0: <laughs> o A N T S J E N. Why, I think that is. Shoot, I was gonna say Farsi, <laughs> but it's not Farsi, it's Falusi or Figardo or Figaro. You know what? I think that is from the Norse German uh lake district in Europe. You just might be right. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> You're what is familiar. happening? You're not familiar with that? Uh,
2: apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm alone in that.
3: <laughs> Murray's picking it up. <laughs> Frisian.
0: That's, that's, that's the word. That's it. Totally. It's Frisian. <laughs>